And that sets the stage for another one of America's premier sporting events, the World Series 1974. And it is my pleasure to work once again for the third year in a row with one of America's outstanding sports broadcasters, one of the most versatile in our field, and I'm happy to say a good friend of mine, Jim Simpson of NBC. Thank you, Monty Moore. Cappy Campanaris will step in, had his greatest season with the Fab, hitting 290 during the regular season for the Open A's, facing Andy Messersmith, who, as Monty said, has won 20 lost six and has not lost since the 2nd of September. In his last seven starts, he has a five and nothing record, a couple of no decisions, and on the first pitch, Campanaris broke the front and takes for a ball one. Campanaris like North behind him, Ken Ron will try to get his way on base anyway. Ken Ron, say, knowing that, is in on the home plate side of third base. Breaking in as Campanaris this time pushes the run again. And this time it's a call strike for Messerschmitt. Messerschmitt, a good fastball slider pitcher with one of the great changes in all of baseball. Gene Mark of the Montreal Expo said one time, Messerschmitt's the only man he's seen that could overpower a ball club with a changeup. One ball, one strike. The leadoff batter, Campanaris. Right-handed batter, drills this one forward. Center field, Jimmy Wynn going back near the warning track and reaches up at the warning track. About 370 feet away and takes a long drive of Bert Campanaris. Messerschmitt got a pitch up to Campanaris who drilled it to the warning track 380 feet away. Bill North hitting a 260, another speedster, 54 stolen bases. To lead the American League in stolen bases. Last year he was injured for the last three weeks and lost the stolen base title by one to Tommy Hopper of Boston. The first All-California World Series in history. The Dodgers came out here in the late 50s. The Oakland A's, of course, moved out from Kansas City. In on the grass, you say, as North takes inside for ball one. When the top of the first, the weather is absolutely perfect. The temperature expected to be about 73 as a high this afternoon. The one-ball pitch is a strike right down the middle. One ball, one strike. North taking all the way and now turns around to talk to umpire Tom Gorman behind the plate. Gorman is the senior member of the umpiring staff. This is his fifth World Series. Back again with a low pitch from Messer Smith, and it's two and one. Say continues to hang on the edge of the grass at third base, anticipating the possible bunt by North. North is switch hitter. Garvey playing back at first base. Swinging this, and it's two and two. Defensively, Garvey's at first, Lopes at second, Russell the shortstop, Say at third. Buckner out on left, Wynn in center, Ferguson at right, Gager calling the pitches behind the plate. The 20-game winner, Andy Messerschmidt. Fouled off and up and out of play off to the left. Count remains two balls, two strikes to North, the second batter in the 1974 World Series. A slightly later start tomorrow afternoon here in Los Angeles. Day off Monday. Game three of the series will resume Tuesday in Oakland. Messersmith, ready with a 2-2 pitch, takes something off this. The bounder on two hops to stay at third base. He rifles the throw to first, and it's close. North, throwing the Messersmith change to Ron Trey. And that will bring up Sam Bando. Captain, who has led the A's and RBIs this year with 103. Led them in 1970, 71, and 72. Going for the last five years, Captain Sal Bando in game four of the American League Series, his message is first pitch. Bando's home run. That's the strike. Won the game one to nothing. And in the clincher two to one, he scored both runs. He had walked both sides. Message slaughters outside. It's one ball, one strike. The Bando with two outs. For the top of the first, there's no score. Kneeling on deck is Reggie Jackson. 
Messerschmidt, the right-hander back, and takes something off, hits the inside corner, and is ahead of Bando. One ball, two strikes. Jackson on deck. There was some question whether or not he would play because of full hamstring muscle. He says he's 80%. He hasn't fully extended himself. He said he'll do that under fire. Now the fastball has been swinging, but he got a piece of it. Or a foul tip, but it's still one ball, two strikes. That was Messerschmidt at his best. He had Bando out in front of a change and then came back with a good fastball. Bando hardly got a piece of it. Messerschmidt off the rubber for the moment, rubbing up the ball. They play Bando way around to the left to pull, and he changes it down in the dirt and bounds away from Steve Yeager, the catcher. And it's 2-2. Russell at short over toward the hole, and Wynn pulled way around to left center field. And the Dodger crowd, for the moment, capacity crowd, a little quiet. Their Dodgers have yet to come to bat. We've got two down on the top of the first. Messer Smith back with the change, and Bando's way out in front of it and fouls it off upstairs behind third base. Up in the upper deck. Bando way out in front of that Messer Smith change. Bando's closed stance, right-handed hitter. Messer Smith comes back and throws him a breaking pitch, which is fouled off. Still two and two. Dodgers haven't been in the World Series since 1966. The last year for Sandy Koufax. The Baltimore Orioles. 104 straight. Messerschmitt throws a high hard one. And it's three and two. He's got the first full count of this 1974 World Series. Dodgers have not been back in World Series play since. And you wonder, Marty Moore, about the experience factor. Here are the A's who've been over four the third consecutive year. And there are only a couple of Dodgers who were around in 1966. Jim Brewer is one, Willie Crawford's another. 3-2, and it's fouled back toward us. Some of the players are talking about the experience factor, Jim, and I think experience in a World Series today is more or less superseded pressure-wise by the experience they go through to get into the World Series. The pressure of the playoff is just almost unbearable, and the Dodgers had a tough pennant race right go two days before. 3-2 pitch, and it's drilled toward left field. In comes Buckner. Sunglasses down, glove up, and one hand to the out. Randy Messerschmitt gets with an order. No runs, no hits, no errors. They've been on one, two, three. And then the first half in the play, it's so Well, the Dodgers come to bat now for the first time in the 1974 World Series. Another way that these two teams are very similar, Jim Simpson, is in the fact that they are homegrown products, mostly. The Dodgers started a great farm system. These kids all played together on minor league championship teams, and so did most of the Oakland A's players. But it's taken a couple of good trades by both ball clubs to put them into the championship, and they both made those trades. David Oak leads it off, hitting a 266 for the regular season. Has power and great speed. He stole 59 bases. And Lopes likes to jump on that first pitch. Kenny Holtzman, he is the pitcher, 19-game winner. Control pitcher, excellent control. Throws him a fastball, it's down low, and Lopes is laying off all the way. Kenneth at first, Green at second, Cabot Harris at short, Bando at third, Rudy at left, North in center, Jackson at right, Fossey behind the plate, and Holtzman misses with another fastball outside, and it's 2-0. Now Ken Holtzman's doing what comes naturally. This is the third consecutive World Series that Holtzman has started the first game. In 1972, he beat Cincinnati, beating the Reds 3-2 at Cincinnati. And last year at Oakland, Ed's the Mets 2-1. So he has been here before. And his next pitch, breaking ball over. Two balls, one strike to Davey Lopes. With Bill Buckner on deck. No score when the last of the first. Holtzman during the regular season, 119 and lost 17. 
fastball three to Lopes, who looks down at Tom LaShorta, the coach at third base. Some say LaShorta will be the next manager. The Dodgers win and an if. Walter Austin decides to retire. Three balls, one strike. Is he swinging? He's taking. That is the strike. Three and two to Lopes. Jim Gilliam is the coach over at first base. Buckner stands on deck swinging a bat in the bright California sunshine. Called out on strike. Lopes was going to first base. Daughter is ball four, and he got the pitch on the outside corner. And was caught looking. Olsen was down three and one. Then worked at the three and two Lopes taking all the way. And then Lopes lets the fastball of Olsen nick the outside corner for the strikeout. Buckner getting a 3-14 left-handed batter. To face the left-handed Ken Olsen. Bando in slightly ahead of the bag. And there's a breaking ball for a strike to Buckner who was taking all the way. Olsen, as we said, has great control in the last three years that he's been with the A's. Not the wild fastball pitcher he once was over in the National League. Comes back and throws another curve down low. One ball, one strike to Buckner. We've got one out in the last of the first, and there's no score. And this is the first 1974 World Series game. Buckner gets 314 during the regular year. Olsen throws low and away. Buckner had the longest Dodger hitting streak of the season, 17 games. And he was never hitless more than two games in a row all season long. Good, consistent hitter. Doing on the count, and the pitch is hit to left field. Rudy breaking toward the foul line, getting there, and watching it drop in front of him. Half lost a little bit in the sun. Rudy stayed deep on the ball, not breaking in at all, and the ball hung up and dropped in for a single to left field. First base into the game. Now, Buckner stole 31 bases. As Monty Moore showed you, the Dodgers and the A's are running ball clubs. But Jimmy wins. Has 32 home runs and 108 RBIs. So you would imagine that Buckner would be hanging around for a pitch or two to see whether or not Wynn gets in the hole. Jimmy takes a look down to Tom LaTorta to see how they're going to play it. Dennis is holding the runner Buckner on at first base. Infield, of course, a double play depth. Bandos back at third. Holtman checks at first. And Buckner's back. Bill Kunkel in his first World Series ever. The umpire... goes the runner, and the ball is hit high in the air to short left field. Rudy comes in, glasses down, is under this one, and has it. There are two outs. Wynn hitting the first pitch. Steve Garvey, well, talk about your Horatio Alger story. A write-in candidate for the All-Star game, one of the few ever to make it was sick the day before the game, played in the All-Star game, and became the most valuable player in the All-Star game, went on to hit 312 during the regular season, 389 in the championship with a couple of home runs and five RBIs. So Garvey, having quite a 1974. Olsen checking the runner, Buckner, who's on his way, and they've got him picked off. Now it goes down to second base, and he is... Out at second base, called up by Doug Harvey. They got Buckner breaking off the bag. Holtzman threw over to Tennis. Tennis down to Green at second base for the tag, and Buckner is picked off. No run, one hit, no errors, and none left. At the end of one, in the 74 World Series, there is no score. Well, we've already seen one indication of the type of baseball that these teams will play with the men at the top of their batting order. There'll be a lot of running tried in this World Series, and the catchers and the pitchers, particularly the pitchers on how they can hold a man on, 
and the catchers how they control could make a big difference in this series, which is expected to be a low-scoring one with this fine pitching. Reggie Jackson, the left-handed right fielder, leads it off. He was a designated hitter all through the American League Championships. You can't do that in the World Series. Jackson takes strike one on the outside corner. Jackson says he's about 80%. We are having a little microphone trouble. That's why I cut out for a moment, but everything's all right now. And then it's one and one to Reggie Jackson. Leadoff batter in the second inning. Messersmith throws, and the ball is hit to the opposite field. Back goes Buckner. Back up, looking at the seats as it drops in for the home run. The last hit that Jackson had drove in the winning run of the championships, an opposite field double in Baltimore, and he gets the first run of the 74 series with an opposite field home run off Messersmith. And for Messersmith, that's been his problem this year. He gave up 24 home runs during the regular season. The first hit, the first run, belongs to Reggie Jackson. And there was a question whether or not he was going to play. That'll Rudy. Hitting at 293 for the regular season. 22 home runs and 99 RBIs. Rudy, the very fine left fielder of the A's, closed stance all the way, right-handed batter. And takes a fastball in tight for Mr. Smith. Ball one. Waiting on deck is Gene Tennis. The right-hander, Mr. Smith. There's the chain. Swing and a miss by Rudy. who's out in front of it. And it looked as though the ball might have nipped Jaeger on the hand. Steve crouches down. Holding on to that right hand. Out again here at Dodger Stadium, very quiet. That is Jackson's second series home run. He hit one last year when he led everybody in RBIs with six. Bouncing ball up the middle, base hit. Second consecutive hit of Andy Messersmith. And the A's who lead one to nothing on the Jackson home run now sent up Gene Dennis to hit four home runs against those Cincinnati Reds two years ago in a World Series and hit 26 home runs during the regular series season. Dennis, a right-handed batter, looking down to Bobby Winkles. Rudy, not a real threat to go at first base. He's still only two bases all year long. Nobody out. Top of the second inning. Messer Smith checks, but Rudy's only got about a step lead off the bag. Being held there by Steve Garvey. Ray Fossey kneeling on deck. First pitch is a strike at the knees to Gene Tennis. Fastball for Mr. Smith. And for Tennis, as you would expect, the power hitter, they play him way around to the left to pull nearly everything. Second baseman Lopes is well over towards center field. Down low, the chains blocked by Yeager, kept in front of him. And Tom Gorman, the umpire, hands a new ball to Steve Yeager. One ball, one strike to Tennis. With a score one to nothing on the opposite field home run of Reggie Jackson. Now the crowd, very quiet as tennis fouls this up out of play off to the right. Doesn't quite make it to the mezzanine, about 20 rows back in the lower deck. One and two to tennis. 
odds are slightly favored to win today's game, slightly favored to win the World Series. Of course, if the A's do win, the odds makers will get together, and that'll change. Another change, and he's got Kenneth way out in front, and that's strikeout number one for Messerschmitt. Beautiful change, thrown by Andy Messerschmitt. And that'll bring up Ray Fossey. 196 during the regular season, but as you know by now, injured a great deal of the time as he went to break up the battle in Minnesota between Reggie Jackson and Bill North and hurt his back and was out of play for a good amount of time. 23 RBIs. He gunned down a couple of runners in the American League Championship, throwing out two good base runners in Paul Blair and Don Baylor. Right now he's up to hit. Rounds the first ball. Ford Say comes over, throws on to Lopes at second. Lopes is taken out by Rudy. There's no chance for the double play as Fossey is safe at first base. Say cutting in front of the shortstop, Russell threw on to Lopes for the easy fourth out, but Rudy took Lopes out of the play. And Fossey's safe at first. Two out now, and Dick Green, the batter, hitting at 213. Slight breeze blowing from left to right here at Dodger Stadium. The temperature in the high 60s when we began the game. Green, the right-handed batter, watches the first pitch, gets the outside corner, first strike. Dick Green has been retiring, Monty, for a number of years now. Always seems to come back and always seems to play good second base. Swing and a miss for strike two. But he came back in spring training and uh, actually had the best first half of the season he's ever had in the big league. Two strikes, and on two strikes, they're running as there's a foul dip strikeout. Fossey is running, and Fossey's not a threat to go, but with two strikes to Green, they'd almost rather have Green lead off the next inning. Should he strike out or go out, Fossey be thrown out. Fossey goes down and gets thrown out, not much of a threat. Green would again be given a life and would lead off the third inning for the Oakland A's instead of having the pitcher Ken Holtzman lead it off. So with two out, Gurdy's... This time he's not going, and this time Green strikes out anyway. So all of that strategy just goes right out the window. But the big blast is the big story. Reggie Jackson's home run. One run on two hits, no errors, and Fossey left it first. We go to the last of the second, and it's Oakland one and Los Angeles nothing. Steve Garvey leading off the Dodgers' second inning. A line drive toward right field, bouncing in front of Jackson, and he's on for the base hit. That's the second hit off Ken Olsen. as he so often does to get his bat in the lineup. Hitting 252, 16 home runs, 57 RBIs, started off the year as the number one catcher for the Dodgers. Steve Yeager moved in, and when Ferguson came back, he went to the outfield. Yeager remained behind the plate. Ferguson takes the breaking pitch inside. Ball one. One to nothing on the Jackson home run, which led off the A's second inning. But the Dodgers are back in business now with Garvey at first base. On account of one and order of Ferguson, who takes the fastball down low, and Austin runs out to say something to Kenny Olsen. And the last 14 games, including playoffs, from August the 5th, Olsen has had an earned run average of 1.53. A 9-5 record, he's only given up 17 earned runs in the last 100 innings of pitching. 2-0, the count to Ferguson. Outside, and Olsen, the Finds himself way behind the Ferguson who looks down the top of the corner. The coach at third base. 
Cleveland throws, and it's too high. They call him the Penguin. A short but powerful young man who hit for a 262 average, but with those 18 home runs, had 97 RBIs. The Dodgers, who used to be known as kind of a pitch and putt ball club, playing for one run in the great days of Drysdale and Kofax, have some power now to go with their big twosome of Messrs. Smith and Sutton with Mike Marshall in the bullpen. They're down by a run, but they've got the leadoff runners on first and second, Garvey and Ferguson. Say, the right-hander, waits. Holtzman pitching, of course, from the stretch. Misses outside and high. Ball one. Holtzman, during the regular season, averaged less than two walks per nine innings. Ball one pitch. Ground ball, bouncing for Campanaris. Flips to Green and second back to first. They've got him at first. A double play as Garvey goes on to third. Slow hit ball. Green quickly across the bag to make the good throw on. They get Say, who is not one of the faster of the Dodgers. And that'll bring up Bill Russell hitting 269. The bullpen for the A's, Monty, is busy. That's Glenn Abbott, uh, Jim. Uh, Bill Russell, hit 269, five home runs, 65 RBIs. The outfielder converted to a shortstop. Made 39 errors this year, but Russell is taking over and improving every year in every game as a fine fielding shortstop. One to nothing, our score on the Jackson home run. We've got two out and the tying run at third base in the person of Steve Garvey. Holtzman to throw to Russell is taking all away a strike. Holtzman has that great control and does throw a lot of change-ups, but not the kind of change-up for as much as Messer Smith will throw. Comes back with the change there, missed outside, and Fossey may have been crossed on that sign as he runs out to speak to Holtzman. Jim, the A's are well aware of the Dodgers having several times this year bunted with two down and a runner at third base, and Ray might have been alerting Kenny to help cover that line. One ball, one strike. Fastball outside. Two and one. Garvey's coming down the line, not a big lead at all. Bandor's playing off the bag at third base, about even with it. Holtzman, the left-hander, throws the fastball in on the fifth. Bounded for Campanaris, two big hops, takes his time, throws on, and has Russell. So, no one score on one base hit. No errors and one man left. We've gone through two innings of play now, and the score, the A's won on the Jackson homer, and the Dodgers nothing. At Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, the 1974 World Series. This is Monty Moore with Jim Simpson. Score is one to nothing. The Oakland A's lead as Ken Holtzman, a fine hitter in the World Series last year. And in 1972, though the A's did not use the pitchers as a hitter at all during the season. Kenny Holtzman has not batted in the last two seasons. He did walk in 1973. And, of course, he did bat in the World Series last year. He swings and misses on the first pitch from Messerschmitt. And as Monty said, Holton is a good hitting pitcher. Averaging 158. The strike one pitch from Messer Smith is too high, and it's one and one. Our score is one to nothing. Jackson hit a line drive home run to the opposite field, leading off the second inning for the A's. Holton, who throws left, that's right, takes down low, it's two and one. 
Brilliant right sunny day. They haven't had too much rain here, although they did have some rain during the playoffs. But you could tell on the bouncing ball that ended the last inning that the ground is hard. There's a foul tip off the mask of catcher Steve Yeager. Two and two. On deck, the leadoff batter, Kathy Campanera. Tomorrow, Don Sutton is expected to go for the Dodgers. And white or blue for the A's. Low and away to the pitcher, Holtzman, and Messerschmitt has gone to a 3-2 count on the pitcher. Well, you wonder whether or not Messerschmitt here will just challenge him with a fastball and give him the change. He gives him the fastball and foul back upstairs. It's for him to, whoops, and hits right on top of our boot. Now there's a pretty good breeze blowing forward right center field. 3-2 pitch is down low. He did not go around. Jaeger asked for the appeal play. Bill Conkle, the American English League umpire at first base, says he is safe. And so Holtzman is walked to lead off the third inning. First walk given up by Messersmith. And that'll bring up Campaneras. Campaneras with a 1-1 count. Messersmith got a fastball up high to him back in the first inning, and he drove Jimmy Wynn deep in left center field to haul in his long line drive. Campaneras had only a couple of home runs all year, but has been known to hit the long ball, especially when it counts most in playoffs or in World Series. Right-handed batter, stay in, looking for the punt at third, and he's bunting his way on, if he can, to Messersmith, who has to go to first base, and the sacrifice works. Holtzman races down to second. And that'll bring up Bill North, who rounded a change from Messersmith toward third base, and Say threw him out back in the first inning. Off the switch hitter, walking around, swinging the bat, not yet in the batter's box, and then gives it a kind of a golf swing, and now steps in. Holtzman standing hands on hips, taking a slight lead off second base. Messersmith adjusts his cap. On deck is Captain Sal Bando. The infield, looking for the double play, Say is in at third base. North waits, Messersmith throws a change, and there goes the bat all the way past the Oakland dugout. North trying to hold up, and he realized it wasn't the good Messersmith fastball, just let go as he waved at the change and strike one. There's so many good hitters that will lose the bat many times, but Tony Oliva will, for example, such as their touch, but they just lightly grip that that except at point of impact, and they just let the ball go flying away from them. Oliva can throw them in the stands better than anybody I've ever seen. Dick Green on the A's team does that a lot, Jim. It's because of a bad finger he has in his hand. He can't hold on to the bat. Strike one pitch to North. That's ball too low, and it's one and one. They're playing or swiping it the other way. They're not playing him to pull it off. Back with the fastball, he swings and misses, and it's one and two. Messersmith down one to nothing, and with Holtzman at second base and one out, is ahead of the batter north, one and two. Whole country's excited about this World Series, the first all-California World Series. A lot of people are going around with a smug look on their face, saying, I'll tell you, California team will win it. Swing and a miss on the Messersmith chain. Strikeout number three. That's the second time he's got North on a change. Once to another bounder to third, and now on a strikeout. And with two out, here comes Sal Bando. The lifted a fly ball to short left field of Buckner to end the first inning. 0 for 1 of the 74 series. 
Holtzman standing on the bag at second base. Messer Smith now peering down to Jaeger for the sign as Holtzman leads off. Wind now blowing out. There's a swing and another foul off the mask of Jaeger, and that's two in this inning. The Dodger crowd, very quiet. Their team down by a run. Messersmith throws a breaking ball, and Jaeger looked like he was crossed up on that one. He was jumping inside, and the ball came floating up there on the outside corner, and Jaeger went up to say something to Messersmith. One and one. Well, you always talk about pitching in a short series. You couldn't ask for two more accomplished pitchers than today's matchup or tomorrow's matchup. One ball, one strike. Nestor Smith is ready and throws the fastball right by and swing and a miss. One and two. Talking about the A's as Monty Moore and I were and all of their problems. Mike Andrews was with them last year, suing for more than $2 million. Catfish Hunter says he is legally no longer under contract. Down low, two and two. And, of course, Raleigh Fingers and Blue Moon Odom had their little battle yesterday, and the headlines in the Los Angeles paper this morning said the A's must be ready. They're fighting it's two and two with two out. Messersmith, looking back at Holton, comes in with the change and strikes him out swinging. Well, in trouble on the walk to Holtzman. Messersmith gets out of it. No run, no hit scores, and Holtzman left standing at second. They go to the last of the third. The Dodgers trail the A's one to nothing. Ready to go into the last half. Times the third inning now. The score one nothing. Oakland over North Angeles. Jim? And you know what? You're going to talk about good shapes at the end of the inning. I can tell by the look on your face. <laughs> we go to the last of the third. Here's Jaeger up for the first time. One to nothing. Holtzman, the pitcher out there for the Oakland A's. Jaeger, like so many of the Dodgers, in the double figures in the home run department. And he even does it during the regular year. Bouncing ball up the middle. Green can't get to it. Base hit. That's the third base hit for the Dodgers. But the big point is that until now, the first men that have gotten the base have not been able to score. Same was left at third. Or rather, Garvey was when Say bounced into a double play back in the second. And Buckner was picked off of first back in the first inning. So now the Dodgers will try to get their game going again. Jaeger, not the real threat to go, as are so many of the other Dodgers, meaning, of course, Lopes and Buckner and Wynn and Russell. And he messes Smith up there. Bando creeping in at third base. Messer Smith squares around the punt and does so foul past the Oakland A's on deck batting circle. And that's strike one. From Los Angeles, California, sunny skies, the hills standing out beyond center field, right field. Beautiful Southern California weather. And here we are in the middle of October, the 12th day of October, the first day of the 1974 World Series, and we've got a full week ahead of us. Consultation is over. Holtzman is ready. Messersmith with a count of one strike. They're still anticipating the bump, but they'll check Jaeger at first base because tennis is going to break just as soon as Holtzman is in his motion and he wants to hold Jaeger as close as he can. Jaeger with pretty good lead off first base now. Now they're breaking in, and the pitch is outside, and it's one-on-one. Messersmith didn't even have to offer that, and now he looks down to Tom Lasorda. 
at third base. This sort of tells him whether or not the hit or bump shot is on. And you never can be quite sure with Messersmith. He hit 240 with a home run and 11 RBIs. He can swing the bat, but he's around the punt again, and they miss outside again, and it's 2-1. Holtzman is well aware that Messersmith can swing the bat. Most are expecting the punt. Still two balls, one strike. Holtzman throws, the punt is popped up, and the air foul. You know, we mentioned uh, at the beginning of this game that Holtzman was starting his third consecutive World Series game in as many years. He's opened up the World Series each of the last three years, including today. The only other pitcher to do that was Whitey Ford started four openers in a row, 1961, 62, 63, 64. More correctly, say, Holtzman is the first since Ford to do that. Ball is hit for center field. North Wolf back now comes in Washington hit in front of him. And Yeager, decoy, just does make it to second base. In the North had that ball or not. And there's a good hitting pitcher. He was swinging away on a 2-2 count. The first two men are on as they were in the second inning. And Wolf called out thinking that he had a base on balls in the first inning. He was called out on the strike on the outside corner. Comes up again. One for nothing, Oakland on the Jackson home run in the second. But the Dodgers are threatening. And the crowd for really the first time has come alive here at Dodgers Stadium. They're looking for at least to run out of all this. Holtzman to throw to Lopes. He's quite around the pump and it's outside. Ball one to Davey Lopes. Salvando walks over to say something to Holtzman. We had some activity in the open bullpen an inning ago, but none thus far in this inning. Jim, the A's have a couple of special plays they put on in what they feel are sure front situations. Salvando is giving some signs to the infielders now. They may put a play on where he charges the plate and Campanaro covers third. That's what's going on right now. Now the pickoff play at second base as Green comes over. What they hope there, they watched Jaeger was watching Cavaliers break for a third. But Green was breaking behind him to the bag. The throw from Holtzman not in time. Holtzman looks at Bando. Now stares into his catcher. Welch the right-handed batter waits. Misses. Outside, and Mando was in toward home plate. Campanaris was at third. Green was over at first. 2 0. Holtzman, a control pitcher. Down 2 0 to Lopes. He walked Ferguson back in the second on four pitches. Dennis stations himself well on the grass at first base. And Lopes is swinging away, hitting it high and a short left field. Over toward the line is Rudy, glasses down. And right at the line, he is pounded into by Campanaris coming out, but holds on to the ball, and Campanaris is mildly shaken up and now comes back. Campanaris, the ball like that is the left fielder. He's coming in with a play in front of him. Campanaris was going out with his eye on the ball, and they just collided. But it's wild. And Buckner, who was single and was picked off back in the first, is up for the second time. 
Buckner, a left-hander, facing the left-hander, Holtzman. One out now with Jaeger at second and Messersmith at first in this one nothing game, which Oakland leads. Dick Green walked over to Campanaris. Campanaris kind of pushed him away, saying, I'm all right, Dick. Go back and take your spot. Holtzman is ready, and Buckner stepped in. Now pickoff attempts at second. At least Campanaris is running to second. Holtzman never got the ball out of his glove to throw it to second. Holtzman throws and gets the inside corner. He'll come inside, left-handed, left-handed, with a good fastball of his. One strike. Oakland has their one run on two hits, no errors. The Dodgers have no runs thus far on four hits and no errors. Oakland ready again, and this one again is hit to left field. Rudy is going back, getting under it now, near the warning track, and throws. No cutoff man was there. Campanaris was out down the left field line, and Rudy threw it in toward nobody. And Green had to break over from second base to get it. But the runners, of course, did not move up. There's two out now, and it's up to Jim Wynn. Wynn jumped on the first pitch he saw in the ball game back in the first and fly to Rudy in short left. But Wynn has been a man for the Dodgers since coming over. Got that great start. Wound up with 32 home runs and 108 RBIs. The Troy Cannon, all those years with Houston, now a Dodger and now in a World Series. Right-handed batter, not big, but very powerful. Oakland throws to him a change, and it's a strike. There have been two hits in this inning by Yeager and Messersmith, and now two straight fly balls to left field, taken in by Rudy. Down low, dug out of the dirt by Ray Faustin, it's one and one. Yeager's down at second, Messersmith standing over at first, hands on hips. Jim Wynn with a closed stand, clearing out of Holtzman. Green playing games with Jaeger down at second base. Now goes back to his regular position. Change misses outside there. And the count goes to two and one, with two out to Jim Wynn. Not only are North and Rudy pulled around to the left, but they're playing Wynn extremely deep. Ball is grounded toward Bando, a good third baseman who tags the bag at third, and again... The Dodgers go frustrated. No runs after the first two men got base hit. No errors and two men left. At the end of three, Oakland one, Los Angeles nothing. Under par 33. Now at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles for game one of the 1974 World Series, this is Monty Moore with Jim Simpson, and we're happy you're with us today, wherever you might be around the world. These two teams, in order to get into the World Series, and it seems as though it's always that way with a champion, had some teams that they had to just clobber to get here. For instance, the Dodgers beat San Diego 16 times out of 18 games. They beat the Chicago Cubs 10 times out of 12. They beat Houston 13 times, San Francisco and Cincinnati 12 each. The Oakland A's didn't have anybody that they beat nearly as badly as the Dodgers did San Diego, but they had a couple of clubs. The A's beat Minnesota 13 to 5, and California 12 out of 18. There were three teams in the American League that had winning records over the A's this year. Texas, Boston, and New York. There were two in the National League that had winning records over the Dodgers. The Mets and the Pirates. Once again in the fourth inning, Jim Simpson. Reggie Jackson, who has the only run of the ball game, a leadoff opposite field home run in the second. He was the MVP of the series a year ago and did not play two years ago when he was hurt in the championships against Detroit. 
up again. The left-hander facing the right-hander, Messerschmitt, who this time starts him out with a fastball. It's down low, ball one. They're playing Jackson to pull the ball. He is a pull hitter with great power, of course. Right now, he's cleaning off his glasses. But I will recall again the winning run of the clincher in the American League Championship, a double off the left field wall for Jackson, and his home run today also to the opposite field. Messerschmitt works him inside, and it's too far inside, and it's 2-0 to Jackson. Matter of fact, Jim, it's amazing how few of Reggie's home runs are really pulled sharply to right field. Back with that Messerschmitt change as it misses, and it's 3-0. Three balls, no strikes to Jackson, who is nursing the hamstring pull, but has never had to really run thus far in this ballgame. No ball has been hit to right field on him. And, of course, his home run, he could just gallop around the bases at his own good speed. He jumps out as he looks down at Bobby Winkles, who's giving him a sign on 3-0. Jackson has the sign and now steps back in. One to nothing, the A's, Mr. Smith throws, and he was taking all the way. And it's three and one. Say is way off the bag at third base, anticipating a ball to hit more towards second instead of down the line. Swing and a miss. And it's three and two. Three balls, two strikes to Reggie Jackson. Missed inside, and Jackson becomes a base runner. Ball four as Messersmith walks his second. Now, we wonder about Reggie Jackson's ability to go, and I'm sure, Monty, the Dodgers are wondering the same thing. During the regular season, he stole 25 bases, but does have those slight hamstring pulls. Yes, and they wouldn't know by watching him the last two weeks whether he can go or not because he has had that, and he's nursed it, and he's just tried it even in the playoffs. But before he hurt that hamstring muscle uh, in Chicago the last Sunday of the season that we were there, he had been stealing bases and stealing them very, very... Well, he was trying to steal 30 for the season. He wanted to hit 30 homers and have 30 steals. Joe Rudy singled and was later fourth. Stepped in. High fastball. Pitched down to first base and he's back just in time. Oh, Yeager on court to throw. It was a little high and Garvey had to sweep around with it. And had it not been a little bit high, Jackson might have been out. Yeager put that one. What a quick release. Well, we're wondering whether he's not a was going to go or not. Yeager was going to test it too. Nearly had him. Jackson did not have that good a lead. It was just a quick arm, the strong throw of Yeager that made it close. Ball on to Rudy. That's the strike on the outside corner for the One and one. Rudy stares down, wipes the feet, the dirt away with his feet, and now steps out. Jackson walks a step or two off at first base, held by Garvey. We're in the fourth. Messer Smith looks and now throws, and a ball is fouled off to the right, and it'll hit behind the open dugout. Four or five rows deep. One and two. Doug Harvey. The umpire at second base, as they do in the National League, is on the infield side of second base. Now, when chain, things change tomorrow, and Don Benkinger goes over there, he'll be on the outside. That's how the American League plays it. One ball, two strikes. Rudy watches one just miss. Many of the Dodger fans did not think it did miss. It's two and two. 
We've had a man picked off. We've had a double play. But the only real excitement, the big blow of the game, has been that of the home run by Reggie Jackson in the second. Dodgers have sitting rather futile getting the leadoff first two men on in both the second and third and not able to score. Rudy swings and misses and strikes out. Strikeout number five for Messersmith. And he struck out three of the other four men, the last four men that he's faced. Tennis, who struck out, swinging at a change in the second inning, is up again. With one out now, and Jackson on at first. As Tennis moves to the batter's box, Fossey comes out on the on-deck circle. Tennis had one of those times in the 1972 World Series with Cincinnati, swinging and missing, and again it's the message that changed that has him out in front. Those four home runs that Tennis had. Came into his own as a slugger last year and certainly this year with his 26 home runs. Change misses inside. Messes miss can throw and sometimes does throw as many as 50% change-ups. One ball, one strike, one out. The pitch is grounded toward third base. Say has it. Goes down to second base to Lope. Back to first base. Say to first. Bill Conkle of the American League is tennis, not a fast man, nevertheless, beat that one out. And that'll bring up with two out now, Fossey, who forced a man back in the second inning. You know, I think that might be a double play the Dodgers missed because they didn't know Gene Tennis well enough. He really is a faster man than most people think for a spotty little guy like that. He runs pretty well on the bases and... Lopes came across that bag at second base. Reggie never did slide. He just went at him straight. And I think Lopes thought he had more time than he did. Dennis at first. Fossey takes low ball one. So for the Dodger fans, as we said, it's been an afternoon thus far. We're only in the fourth inning of futility. They're not out of the ball game. They're only down by a single run, the only run of the ball game. But nothing has gone right. They call for the umpires, and they think they're outside ball one. And, of course, their own batters who have gotten on base and haven't been able to be moved around to score. 2-0 is the count now to Fossey. Check the first base. Tennis just back. And again, some of the fans become a little restless thinking that perhaps tennis was not just that. 2-0 pitch. Swing and a miss. Good one. Messersmith like Holtzman, a very fast worker. They're running, and there's a ball drilled down the line, and it's just foul. Down the left field line. Fossey got out in front of a Messersmith change and almost had himself an extra base hit. And with Tennis running on the play, it would have been interesting to see whether or not he could make it all the way home. But that becomes just conjecture now because it's two and two with two out. And Tennis walking slowly back toward first base. Steve Garvey, the first baseman, is talking with first base umpire Bill Kunkel. 2-2 to Fossey, who steps back in. Smith throws, and it's the outside corner, got him looking, and 
That's strikeout number six for Mrs. Smith. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. We go to the last of the fourth, and Oakland still leads Los Angeles one to nothing. Roger Ford, Garvey took the first pitch inside and fouls the next pitch off, and it's one and one to Steve Garvey leading off the fourth inning. Back in the second inning, Garvey took a pitch and then singled to right and was left at third. After Ferguson walked, they bounced into a double play and Russell grounded out. One ball, one strike, and there's the change-up breaking ball. And Garvey misses. It's one ball, two strikes. Garvey asked that the baseball be looked at. Tom Gorman, a National League umpire, does and keeps the same ball in play. Ken Holtzman staring in to Ray Fossey for the side and now has it, acknowledges it, and throws. It's a breaking ball and it's foul behind the plate. Still one and two. I haven't been to the Dodgers Stadium in some time, Monty Moore, and of course you work in the American League, but the crowd is very quiet, with the exception of when the Dodgers have something going, because this is a sellout today. I'm sure there's some seats empty, but I don't see them. Accidentally fouled off behind the open dugout. Count remains one and two. Garvey is actually trying to check his swing, hold back, and the ball hit the bat. Garvey hit 21 home runs during the regular season and 111 RBIs. One, two, and he grounds this one to Campaneras down low. Campy picks it up and throws on to tennis, and there's one out on the Dodger fourth. And that'll bring up Joe Ferguson, who walked on four pitches back in the second inning. One to nothing, our score, the only run of the ballgame, a leadoff home run by Reggie Jackson to the opposite field back in the second inning. And Jackson was a source of wonderment all week long whether he would be able to play after being used as designated hitter only during the championship because of the full hamstring. Ferguson takes the first pitch at the knees from Ken Holtzman, strike one. Holtzman right back, and it's another strike at the knees. Well, you know, you hear about Bob Gibson being a fast pitcher, but Holtzman and Messersmith belong right there with him. They get the ball in play very quickly. Cannon's ready and back and throwing again a breaking pitch, and Ferguson strikes out swinging on three pitches. In the second, he walked on four pitches. Now he strikes out swinging on three. Holtzman records his second strikeout. With two out, Ron Say, who bounded into a double play in the second inning, is up again. Might have blew tomorrow for Oakland. And Don Sutton who was so exceptional at season's end for the Dodgers. Olsen throws the fastball outside the say. And then we move on to Olsen for Tuesday. That'll be Al Downing for the Dodgers and Jim Catfish Hunter for the A's. Ground ball, pass, Sandoz drop into left field, and Say has the fifth base hit off Ken Olsen. With two out, the Dodgers have Say at first and Bill Russell coming up. Mando leaped to his left, couldn't quite get there. The ball went under his glove and was fielded by Rudy in short left field. Russell takes a look down to Tom Lasorda, the third base coach, before stepping in. 
Harris holding on the runner stay at first base. Now they're going to throw over to first base. And Holtzman's throw was a little high. And at that save was only a step or two off the bag. Say not one of the speedsters of the Dodgers. Holtzman throws, swing and a miss by Russell. And it's strike one. The sun is bathing Dodger Stadium. The temperature in the low 70s. Slight breeze. Beautiful October 12th. Beautiful day for the first day of the World Series. Holtzman misses outside, one and one. And they tell us we expect the same kind of weather here tomorrow. Holtzman looks at Say and now comes in and just does miss. Russell started to offer it the change. Laid off and it's two and one. Torres just glanced into the dugout to Walt Austin, has his arms down as was laying them on to Russell. Ground ball for the hole. Campanar's in the hole and has a top drop of it. Stay is on his way to third base. Campanar's up in the ball, throws wildly to third base. Sandoz loves it. Runners at the corner. Ball took a bad hop coming up and it's the base hit. The sixth hit. Stays at third, Russell's at first, two out, last of the fourth, and Yeager, who had a base hit in the third, due up again, and Alvin Dark is quickly out of the dugout, with two out. Dark might want to be reminding Kenny Holtzman of several things. Number one, what the scouting report says about Yeager. Number two, what did you throw him last time when he got the base hit? And number three, as Monty Moore pointed out, very often with a man at third base and two out, the Dodgers will bump. So he wants to alert everybody of all situations. I think the big thing here, Jim, is the fact that Russell's at first base and he's a tremendous threat to run and the A's have to set up their defense on whether or not they're going to throw the ball through to second base in case Russell breaks. Whatever the confrontation was and the consultation, Dark has gone back to the dugout and Holtzman is ready. We have two out, runners at the corner. Dodgers have the tying run in long stage, standing at third base, hands on hips, taking a slight lead down the line. Yeager waving that bat, now holds it still as Holtzman throws a curveball, one of the few we've seen today, and it was up high. And any time you see a breaking pitch up high, maybe that's not why he's not throwing too many curveballs or breaking pitches today. That one was very high. That's the one that... Batters can pick out. Comes back with a change. Grounded toward Cavanaugh in the hole. Up with the throws to Green at second base. They got him. And again, the Dodgers for the third consecutive inning have two men on and can't get them home. No runs, two hits, no errors, and two left. At the end of four, Oakland one and Los Angeles nothing. In the playoff championship just concluded, the American League playoffs, the A's beat Baltimore three out of four, and they were low-scoring games. As a matter of fact, Oakland's last two wins were one to nothing and two to one. The A's had won another game, five to nothing. Baltimore won their game six to three. The Dodgers, on the other hand, didn't have really that many close games. They defeated Pittsburgh 12 to one in the clincher. The Pirates knocked off the Dodgers seven to nothing. Dodgers beat the Pirates five to two and three to nothing. Nick Green leads it off in the fifth inning for Oakland. Green struck out one of six men that Mr. Smith has struck out in his only other appearance. Green, the right-handed hitting second baseman facing Andy Messersmith. 
who throws and is grounded foul at the plate. Well, you know, in 12 of the last 14 World Series games, there have been no complete games by a pitcher on either team. So you get down to the bullpen, and of course Mike Marshall is down in that Dodger bullpen, and you've got Raleigh Fingers and company over in the A's bullpen, so you look to your bullpen, but right now both starting pitches have been very effective. Messer Smith changes outside, one ball, one strike to Green. Messer Smith comes right back with the pitch. Ground ball, Say leads to third base, takes it on one big hop, and fires over to first base for the out. Postman who walked. By the way, they tell us that many of you listening in this country and around the world hear kind of an echo from our broadcast. Well, it's because of the habits of the Dodger fans over the year to bring transistor radios to huge Dodger Stadium and listen as they watch. And what you're hearing is those thousands of transistors turned on here in the stadium. They sound like we're in an echo chamber now and then. Postman takes a strike on the outside corner. One out of the fifth. Messer Smith right back and throws the breaking pitch, but it just stays high, and Holton has to duck his head to have it sail over. One and one. Kathy Cavanaugh stealing on deck. Swing and a miss by Holton. The A's who lead, one to nothing, have left three men on base. The Dodgers who trail have left five men on base in four innings and had another picked off. Fastball misses low and away, and it's 2-2 to Holtzman, the pitcher. Messer Smith throws again. Ground ball inside the back. Fair ball at third base. Holtzman on his way around first base. Into the corner goes Buckner in left field. And that's it just roll out to him with a stand-up double. Into second goes Kenny Holtzman. Holtzman got out in front of that change of Messer Smith and pulled it right down the line. Say could only give it a glance as it roared past the bag. And with one out, Campanaris is coming up. It's almost identical to the hit he had last year in the first game of the World Series in Oakland, Jim. He hit it on the ground just like that, right by the bag, and got a double. Campanaris has flied to win in deep center field and a sacrifice. And of course, there are a lot of things you can do and a lot of ways you can tie the ball game if you're only one run down. This second run becomes very important to the A's and to the Dodgers in this tightly pitched first World Series game. And now Messer Smith, Yeager, and Say are going to have a confrontation at the mound. North is the on-deck batter. Say trots back to third, Yeager comes back. And Campanaris has been standing in the batting box all along, just waiting. Now sets himself, looks down to third. Holtzman, pretty good lead off second base. Campy looked as if he was going to swing. It's high and outside. Say is the third base like he might be punting for a base hit. Jim, the Dodgers play Campanaris in center field over towards left center, and no American League clubs play him over there. That's the strike at the knees. Well, that line drive, long drive of Campanaris' money back in the first was to left center, and Wynn was playing there, was able to get to it. One and one now to Campanaris. Messer Smith throws, and this ball gets by Yeager, and the third base with a free pass goes Ken Holtzman. Ball was off the glove of Yeager. It was kind of high and outside, and it's a wild pitch that sends Holtzman on the third. So Messer Smith has had no luck at all with Holtzman. He's walked him in one inning, given up a double in this inning, and Wild pitched him to third. Now Campanaris takes a good long look. 
And Bobby Winkles, the coach at third base. Still out of the batter's box and now steps back in. Infield now comes in as a result of Holtzman getting a free pass over to third base. Looking to cut off the second run. The only man back at all is Russell at shortstop. Darby, Lopes, and Say are all at least even with the back. Two and one, Cavanaugh swings at a low fastball and misses at strike two. Two and two. Holtzman standing at third, won last year's first World Series game and the World Series game before that against the Mets last year and the Reds two years ago by a single run and very tight ball game. He beat the Reds three to two. He beat the Mets two to one. He's involved in a one to nothing decision now. Campanera has had a brief talk with Bobby Winkles, the coach at third base, and is now ready again. Two and two to count. Holtzman digging, and there's a bunt. Going to first base is Messersmith, and on the suicide bunt, Holtzman was breaking for home and scored easily as Campanera, with two strikes on him, met it and bounced it right back to Messersmith at first. Squeeze was on all the way. And it's two to nothing. The A's lead, and North, with nobody on now, and two out, is the batter. Inside to him, ball one. Well, they tell me, and I try to remember them as often as I can, and I can list them, Monty, that when you get to third base, there are nine different ways that you can score from third base, and that was one of them. Next pitch from Mr. Smith is down low, and it's 2-0 to North. Yeah, that's been a trivia question going around in the Major League dugouts all summer, and most everybody can get about seven. There's the strike called to North. It's 2-1. Well, Holtzman has helped himself with a double. Went to third on the wild pitch and scored on the squeeze bunt. Perfectly executed by... No chance for Mr. Smith to get the ball off after fielding it and get Holtzman at home. The 2-1 pitch is a strike as North looked as though he were going to punt. 2-2. Two two. The A's haven't had too many base runners and have gotten a couple home. One on a home run, of course. The Dodgers have had a lot of base runners. That's inside and 3-2 and, and haven't been able to get anybody home. Three and two with two out to Bill North. We're at the top of the fifth. Messersmith throws him the change and misses outside. And there's another base runner as Messersmith has walked his third man. And that'll bring up the dangerous Bando. North, a switch hitter. Not noted for the long ball. Noted for his speed. Is on now at first base. He stole 54 bases to lead the American League and with two out on Bando, 0 for 2 up. Let's see how the A's play this. Garvey holding. As North has already taken a couple of strides off first base. Pretty good lead. Mr. Smith checks that he's got to dive back. The ball gets away from Garvey but just rolls a few feet away. North stands up. Lope signaling to Ferguson out in right field to come a little bit more toward the right field line. Now a quick throw back. And North is there. 
So Bando's still standing there. Mr. Smith hasn't thrown to him yet. He's checked the first base twice. Another throw to first base. He's got to dive back again. North is taking a pretty good lead. Well, Maury Wills will tell you, and so will many of the good base runners, when you dive back and just make it, that's the good lead. If you get back easily, you don't have a good lead. Interesting side note here, Maury Wills has worked with both these clubs on base stealing this year. He's on his way. Inside pitch, Jager throw down to second base. He's waiting for him, and they throw him out. Tag for only by Lope. North is thrown out by Jager. One run on one base hit. No errors but a wild pitch, and nobody left. We go to the last of the fifth. Oakland leads Los Angeles 2 to nothing. Hello again from Dodgers Stadium in Los Angeles, California. This is Jim Simpson along with Monty Moore. We're in the first game of the 1974 World Series, and hello to you wherever you are around the world, in Europe, South America, at sea, or in Japan. All listening to us through the American Forces Radio Television Service and of course across our country on the facilities of the National Broadcasting Company. We begin now the last of the fifth inning. Pitcher Andy Messersmith, who singled back in the third inning, is the first man to face Ken Holtzman. Holtzman has a two-to-nothing lead, and we're having a break here for a moment as some sunglasses are being picked up by Dick Green over near the Oakland dugout. Kenny Holtzman, who has helped himself along, waits on the mound. He was the first Oakland pitcher to come to bat this year. And he is, as you know, he has walked and doubled this year, and he's three for nine in World Series competition. And all three of his base hits were doubles. Money recalled one of them to you. Now Dick Green has his glasses at second base. Mr. Smith looks down to Lasorda before stepping in, and as we begin the last of the fifth in a two-to-nothing game which Oakland leads, here's the voice of the Oakland A's, Monty Moore. Thanks again, Jim, and hi, everybody. Andy Messersmith, the batter, and here's the pitch, and it's bunted foul off the first base line. Messersmith has all the written reports about him in the A's hands as to what a fine all-around athlete he is, and he just showed right there that he feels he has good speed. He tried to bunt his way on. He is an excellent fielding pitcher, a good hitter. He had 23 hits for the year and drove in 11 Dodger runs. Holtzman throws a curve and it's in there for a call strike. No balls, two strikes. Raleigh Fingers is up in the Oakland bullpen. And this is about as early as Raleigh ever gets up out there. Holtzman whining. Here's a curve and it's high and outside of ball. One ball, two strikes. These two pitchers, Messersmith and Holtzman, developed their off-speed or change-up pitches well after they got into the major leagues and now they've become weapons for them. Another curveball of Messersmith and it's high for ball two. Two balls, two strikes. The A's two runs on three hits. The Dodgers no runs, six hits. They played airless baseball here today. Holtzman throws a fastball that's fouled off into Dodger Stadium behind home plate. The pitchers tomorrow, Vita Blue for the Oakland A's, Don Sutton for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Holtzman takes the sign and throws a lot of pitch. He strikes him out swinging. Master Smith down on strikes. That's three strikeouts now for Holtzman in the game. One down and back to the top of the batting order. And here's Davey Lope. Oh. Boy, what an exciting player this guy must be to watch every day. He's had some sensational days. He's one of two Dodgers to hit three home runs in one game this year. And on the other side of the coin, the speed side, 
the big base stealer getting five in one game. Holtzman starts him off with a fastball inside. Davey today called out on strikes in the first inning, and he flied to left in the third. Bando plays him even with a bag at third. Tennis even with a bag at first. Holtzman throws a strike knee high on the inside corner. It's a ball and a strike. This must be the first inning that the sun has become a factor to the players on the right side of the A's infield. Gene Tennis and Dick Green both went for sunglasses this inning only. Holtzman's changeup hit on a high hop to Campanera as he charges, drops the ball. Holtz will be safe. at a high hopper behind the mound. Campanaris came charging in knowing he was going to have to hurry to get to the ball before he took the second hop. He got his glove on it and it trickled away and that puts a dangerous runner on for the Dodgers. Davey Lopes on the air. Speed is a factor in baseball in many ways and that's one of the ways defensive players realizing the speed of a runner oftentimes make mistakes in haste and Campanaris did just that. Now here's Bill Buckner, the Dodger left fielder with Lopes leading off first. Holtzman drives him back in with a throw over there. One out, fifth inning, two-nothing, Oakland leading. Buckner cocks the bat, Holtzman again throws the first. Scouting reports of the Dodgers say that Lopes will run no matter what the game situation is. In other words, the Dodgers are down by two runs right here, but he's just as likely to run now as if they were down by only one. The bouncing ball hit foul off first. Holtzman moves that time to the plate. Faked Lopes back into first base. And if Russell had hit a ground ball, or Buckner hit a ground ball that time to an infielder, could have been an easy double play. Davey was going back to first base on the move. Holtzman lobs the ball to first again. Against Buckner, Joe Rudy plays very close to the foul line and left. Holtzman holding. There goes the runner. The pitch swung on pass over the first base was hit in the right field. Lopes goes around second on his way to third. And Buckner is safe there. They're waving Lopes in. Here's a throw by Jackson. It's cut off and he scores. Outside of all, it's one and one. Jim 
What do you think? If the ball end had been cut off, would they have had a chance? Well, two things. Number one, Jackson is charged with an error for his play out there in right field. And secondly, Lope almost stumbled going around second base. I was surprised that not Jackson made the error. No chance for him to come home. He almost settled going around second because he was running and he heard the ball being hit and didn't know where it was. But he looked at Tommy Lasorda and Mr. Enthusiasm was waving him home. Doing all the count on Jimmy Wynn. Let up, hit off the end of the bat short first base. Tennis can't get to the ball before it goes foul. before this game and during the workout yesterday that this dirt and natural grass field at Dodger Stadium is as hard as the artificial turf in some of the stadiums and we've had some high bouncing balls already. Buckner's base hit bounced over Gene Dennis's head. Holtzman to the plate with a let-up pitch. It's high and outside, ball three. The A's have made two errors here in this inning and the Dodgers have made them pay for it. on the win. Big lead for Buckner. Draws a throw and he beats it back over there to first base. These big hitters like Wynn love the 3-1 count. Holtzman holding a long time and he's going to throw to first base. It's off his natural rhythm to hold the ball that long before he throws it and ordinarily if he ends up holding it that long he'll just go ahead and throw it to first to relieve the tension. to the plate. Low and inside, he walked it. So the Dodgers now have the tying runner at second base. Alvin Dark is going to the mound right here, and we'll pause 35 seconds for station identification. Los Angeles, California, Dodgers Stadium, an excited Dodgers Stadium now as the Dodgers are on the scoreboard, and Ken Holtzman is finished for the day. They began to call Alvin Dark the fastest hook in the West for the way he quickly pulled out some pitchers. Today, he has removed Ken Holtzman after just four and a third innings. And the runner who has scored reached on an error and scored on an error. But the walk to Buckner, or rather the base hit to Buckner and the walk to win, convinced Alvin Dark that it's time to come on and call on Raleigh Fingers. Now, Fingers, during the regular season, was in 76 games. One nine, lost five, had the fine run run average of 2.65. Holtzman, who has finished, and remember, he had won games in each of the last two World Series as a starter in the first game by a single run. He is through today after four and a third innings. One run, which is not earned at all, is chargeable, of course, for Buster and win both. He allowed seven hits, struck out three, and walked two. Raleigh Fingers coming on, pitched in six games in the 72 series and six again in 1973. And in 1974, he led everybody with those 76 appearances. The Raleigh Fingers has been under World Series pressure before, and he is one of the few A's money more that retained one of those colorful mustaches that the Oakland A's in their first championship year of 1972 wore. And, of course, Raleigh Fingers is the man that was in the pushing and shoving match with Blue Moon Odom yesterday and had five stitches in the back of his head while Odom came up with a slightly sprained or maybe more than slightly sprained ankle. But Fingers is in there. The Dodgers are in business with Buckner at second and went on at first with one out. And the score is now 2-1 to one open and stepping in is Steve Garvey and here again is Money. 
One thing that the A's have to look out for with Buckner at second base is that many times this year he's stolen third. As it stands right now with runners at first and second, the double play is in order, but if they don't hold Buckner at second base, they can lose that double play. Garvey, the Dodgers' long ball, hitting first baseman is up. One away, Fingers' first pitch is a breaking ball, and it's right in there on the knees for a call strike. Raleigh throws a big breaking slider. And over in thinking fastball is his big out pitch. Fingers walked only 29 batters all year while striking out 95. Garvey's ready at the plate. Fingers holding. Checks the runner. Throws a breaking ball again. Swung on and missed strike two. And he's come right out of that bullpen throwing two wide sweeping breaking balls. Garvey, the Dodgers' big RBI man with 111 on the season. Down the count, 2 Fingers throws a fastball right by him, swinging strike three. I don't think a man could come out of the bullpen and throw three better pitches out of three than Raleigh Fingers did just then. Here's Joe Ferguson, the Dodgers' right fielder. unusual that a team such as the Dodgers would have two catchers as good and as young as Ferguson and Yeager. Ferguson so good with a bat, they find a spot for him in right field. Finger checks the runner, here's the pitch, breaking ball, check swing, foul back into the crowd, strike one. Scores the Oakland A's two. The Los Angeles Dodgers won. The Dodgers have out-hit the A's 7-3. Two errors have been costly here, and this is the fifth inning. Buckner at second, win at first. Raleigh Fingers throwing to the plate. Fastball, almost hitting it. It's crazy, I believe. Ferguson is given first base. That's going to load the bases for Ron Fay. Fingers fired an overhand fastball that took off inside on Ferguson. He tried to bail away, but it just grazed him. And now Fingers has a bases loaded situation. A pitch to the Penguin. Ron Say. The Dodgers' little third baseman. You don't have any easy outs in the bottom part of the Dodger batting order. Here we are at the number six spot of the order, and the man batting here drove in 97 runs and hit 18 homers for the year. The A's infield back all the way. Shaded a little bit in left center field for him in the outfield. Fingers will go to the windup for the first time in the game now. And here's his first pitch to say. Thinking fastball as well, ball one. A walk, a hit batsman, and two errors. And the Dodgers are in business. Fingers, big windup. High leg kick. He throws. The ball is hit in the left field. Joe Rudy is right there and has room and makes the catch. And the Dodgers leave the bases loaded in inning number five. They score a run on their one hit with the help of two errors. And the score after five innings, the A's two, the Dodgers one. 
Well, we still have four innings to go here at Dodger Stadium and gave one of the World Series, but should the Dodgers lose this, they will certainly call this game based on what's happened through the first five innings. A game of missed opportunities. They had a runner on in the first with one out, and Buckner was picked off. They had two on with none out in the second. They had two on with none out in the third. They had two on with two out in the fourth, and they had the bases loaded in the fifth inning. And they've only scored one time, and that was with the benefit of two errors on one runner. So far, they have left eight men, and they trail two to one as we begin the Oakland six. Bando 0 for 2 leads it off. Money? Now Bando, Richie Jackson, Joe Rudy against Andy Messersmith in the sixth inning. Andy's not been in nearly as much trouble as the Oakland A's pitchers. Bando's fly to left, he's struck out. Master Smith winding, here's his pitch, and it's a high breaking ball. Andy has not gotten his curveball over very well today. He's thrown some sharp sliders. But again, his big pitch has been the changeup. Fastball, Bando jerks his foul off into the crowd. The largest crowd ever to see a baseball game at Dodger Stadium is here today, 55,974. One-one pitch to Bando as Pop foul back into that crowd again. It's a ball and two strikes. Messersmith has walked three. He's struck out six Oakland A's batters. He lets up on him and strikes him out. Messersmith has the best changeup that I think I've ever seen in the big league. Boy, he hides it, and he has just the perfect timing on it. That's seven strikeouts for him. There's one down in the sixth, and here's Reggie Jackson. Gave the A's an initial lead of one nothing in the second inning with an off-field home run. He really belted one up into the stands in left center field. I believe they call it cannon country here at Dodger Stadium. In Oakland, out in right field, behind where Reggie Jackson plays, they call that area Reggie's Regiment. Jackson walked his other time up today. Master Smith starts him off with a fastball. It's high. It's one ball and no strike. Pitch to Jackson. Hit right back to the mound. Master Smith grabs it, throws to Garvey, and there are two down. He got Jackson out in front on a let-up then. Here's Joe Rudy, who's single in the second inning, struck out in the fourth. Here's the A's most consistent player in 1974, Joe Rudy. An outstanding defensive left fielder. The World Series last year, Rudy was the top percentage hitter the A's had. Curve strike. From the opening day of the season until well up in August, Joe Rudy was over 300 every day. He hit a slump and fell down to 290, never got below 290. Master Smith 0-1 pitch is a fast ball over the outside corner at his 0-2. Boy, he's looking tough out there right now. 20 wins, only six losses for the year. You've got to be tough to have that kind of a record in the National League where they have some tremendous hitters wherever you go. 0-2 pitch. Check swing foul off first base. There'll be no play. Press corps from around the world covering the World Series, numbering close to 1,000. Or they're here from everywhere. 
for every kind of camera, microphone, tape recorder, typewriter, notepad. Oh, two pitch to Rudy. Went right after him, and Rudy pops it up. Russell, the Dodger shortstop, in behind second, shading his eyes from the sun with his glove. He makes the catch at three up, three down. So the score in the middle of the sixth inning, the A's two, the Dodgers one. We're in game one of the 1974 World Series here in Southern California at Dodgers Stadium as we're about to begin the Dodgers six. Tomorrow's pitchers, white or blue for Oakland. And Don Sutton for the Dodgers. And a program note for you. Our broadcast tomorrow will start one half hour later than we did today. New York time, Eastern time tomorrow. We will be on the air at 4.15 p.m. That's 1.15 here in Los Angeles. And you can figure it out wherever you are. The sixth inning, here's Monty Moore. Bill Russell had a base hit his last time up. He's grounded a short once today. Raleigh fingers on in relief of Kenny Holtzman starts Russell off with a fastball high. Holtzman in four and a third innings gave up one run and seven hits. Fingers to the plate with a fastball that burns its way through there for a call. Strike is one and one. Holtzman walked two, struck out three. The Dodgers with their seven hits and two errors. Bouncing ball hit on the left side. Bando cuts in front of Campanera. He's got it, throws the first for the out, and there's one away. Here's Yeager, the Dodger catcher, who really showed us a rifle for an arm in throwing out Billy North. Many of the scouts who have followed these major league teams for the last couple of months getting ready for the playoffs in the World Series have told the A's players that Yeager has just as strong an arm as Johnny Bench of Cincinnati and probably gets rid of the ball even faster than Bench. Fingers throws and the ball is hit down the line in right field pretty deep, close to the foul line. It's slicing off and going into the crowd. Out of play. Yeager going the wrong way on a Raleigh Fingers fastball. And with one out, there's one strike on the batter. We're in the sixth inning. The score is Oakland two, the Dodgers one. The series moves to Oakland on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights. There'll be twilight games at the Oakland Coliseum beginning at 5.30, West Coast time. Raleigh's pitching away. Big hook is outside of all. It's one and one. Yeager carries the bat high over his right shoulder, looks at a breaking ball that doesn't take enough. It's inside ball two. Fingers throws a fastball. Yeager swings and misses. Strike two. Sort of the Holagai coach at third base for the Dodgers, Junior Gilliam. At first, two to the Jaeger. Strike three call. Fingers dropped a little bit sidearm that time. Threw a fastball in there, and that's his second strikeout. There are two down in the sixth inning, and the pitcher Andy Messersmith comes on. You know, Jim, looking at American League baseball all year, you really expect to see a lot different type of managing late in a game. We talk about the number of complete games. Messersmith hasn't had all that many. But in the National League, a pitcher in a close game, I would imagine they pinch it for him much more often than they do in the American League. 
That's right, and of course, uh, only have just look at Mike Marshall with more than 100 games. They're calling him quick. Master Smith hits the liner in the left center field, a dropping Rudy coming on. He can't get it. It's a base hit. Andy Master Smith jumped on a Raleigh Peters breaking ball and dumped it in the left center field in front of Joe Rudy. And that's Master Smith's second hit of the day. And here's Davey Lopes, who scored all the way from first base on a single to right field. Coupled with an error, he was running on the play, going around second base. He had to hold up to see where the ball was. And if you don't see it, you're looking in a hurry to see what the third base coach is doing. And Davey picked up Lasorda's frantic waving at third. Tommy seeing that Jackson was having to go a ways to get to the ball from right field, sent Lopes on in. It'd be interesting to know if Jackson's throw, which was cut off by Gene Tennis, might have made it to the plate. It looked to be pretty much on line. Master Smith at first. Fingers throws, and the ball is fouled away. Strike one. Dodgers have another very fine second baseman, the name of Lacey, and Lopes last year had to earn the second base job, and once he got it, he's been a fixture there. Fingers turns and throws to first base. Two down, the Dodger half of inning number six. Fingers pitch at a breaking ball low. One ball, one strike. Bill Norris in center field for Oakland traditionally plays shallow center. He's fairly shallow right now. Joe Rudy's deep in left, and Jackson is really deep in right for Lopes. Fingers come to the plate for the breaking ball low and outside. It's two and one. A walk right here could really put him in some trouble. One pitch. Ball three. Ray Foster, the A's catcher, asked for time. He's going to go out and talk to Raleigh. The Cucamonga kid, Raleigh Fingers. He's from Cucamonga, California. Three balls and a strike with two down and a runner at first base. Fossey gives the target. The pitch is swung on a missed strike two, and it's not surprising at all to see Lopes swing on a three-and-one pitch. He has good power. He can hit the ball out of the park, and the pitchers love, or the batters love to have those pitchers in a crippled situation like that. Davey hit 10 out of here this year. Now tennis plays behind Master Smith, who's running. The pitch swung on and hit up into the air into right field. Jackson is coming on for the ball, calling for it. Billy North runs him off of it and makes the catch right in front of him. Billy Norris is going to help Reggie out all he can in anything over that way today, so Jackson won't have to run any more than he has to. So the Dodgers six, no runs, and a hit. They left another man on, and the score remains 2-1 to one, Oakland. With Bonnie Moore, this is Jim Simpson back at Dodger Stadium. We go to the Oakland seventh. Andy Messersmith has not yet thrown his first warm-up pitch. Recall that Messersmith is on a first base, and with two out, he was running on the high fly ball to center field hit by Lopes. Took his time going back with the dugout, took a breather, and has now just begun to warm up. Master Smith has been quite some pitcher in this ballgame, although he is down by the score of 2-1. to one. 
He is allowed three hits thus far. Only two runs, struck out seven, and walked three. One of the runs was Jackson's leadoff home run in the second inning. And then with one out, he gave up the double to Ken Holtzman in the fifth, and Wild pitched him to third base, and then Holtzman was squeezed home by Cavanaugh. The one run money is described for in the fifth inning for the Dodgers came when Lopes reached on Cavanaugh's zero. They went on to score all the way on a base hit by Buckner and a bad throw from right field. So two hours brought him home, and that's where we are now, two to one, Oakland, as we begin the Oakland seventh, and again, here's money. Gene Tennis is struck out and hit into a fielder's choice. Forsyth is up. Lester Smith starts him off with a hard slider outside, ball one. I don't think Tennis is going to see too many fastballs in this World Series. The 1-0 pitch. Let up is low, ball two. Now with Lester Smith behind him at 2-0, it might change the strategy a little bit. Depending on how accurate he feels he is today with his slider. Here's a 2-0 pitch, and it is low with a slider, ball three. Gene Tennis was the walkingest batter in the American League this year. He drew 110 walks. It's just that he has such a good eye at the plate. 3-0 pitch. That's a fastball groove for a strike, 3-1. Tennis had 26 home runs, many of them big home runs in big ball games against the tough right-hand pitchers in the American League. Gaylord Terry, Bert Blylevin. The pitch to him, swung ahead on the ground, left field base hit. Master Smith got behind him and had to throw the fastball. The Dodgers, I know, don't want to have to throw fastballs to Gene Tennis because it's well known in baseball that he is a fastball hitter. But they didn't want to walk him, so they made him earn his way on. And Gino is at first base, nobody down, and the A's catcher Ray Fossey's up. Once before today, the A's started a hit-and-run play with Fossey at the plate. He's 0 for 2 today. He was a turning point for the A's in the playoffs against Baltimore. The Orioles, like the Dodgers, are a running team. And Ray Fossey cut them down in all four steal attempts they made against them in the playoffs. He squares this time to bunt, takes it low and outside, and Yeager smothers the low pitch, making sure it doesn't get away. It's one ball, no strike. Tennis off first base. Here's the pitch again. Fossey squares the bunt and fouls it off. The tough pitch to bunt right there. A high inside fastball. It's one and one. Say is charging hard from third. Garvey, after holding him first, is coming down the line, but it looks as if he's leaving the first baseline pretty well to Master Smith to cover. Score of the year, two and the Dodgers one. Top half of the seventh inning, game one of the 1974 World Series. Lester Smith tosses the first base. Bill Kunkel, the only umpire in the American League, who is a former major league player, is umpiring at first base. He was a pitcher. 1-1 to Fossey. He bunts at the ball, and as he bunted, Yeager picks the ball up in front of the plate, tags Fossey, but the umpire had called it foul. So it's the ball and two strikes. Tennis took off to second. Mike Marshall is up in the Dodger bullpen. I would imagine that at about this time of every game, you don't even have to announce the reflex action. <laughs> He's just he there. He gets up. Watched the Dodgers work out yesterday. He threw batting practice 20 minutes for yesterday. Batting practice. One and two pitch. Bossy punts at the ball and fouls it off. That'll be a strikeout. So the A's went to the punt. 
Even with two strikes, and Fossey couldn't get it down off Master Smith. That is eight strikeouts for the Dodger right-hander. Who came to the Dodgers in a big trade, cross-town trade with the California Angels. One of the good trades the Dodgers made, and the other, of course, was the Jimmy Wynn trade. The A's picked up Ken Holtzman in a trade with the Chicago Cubs. The pitch to Dick Green, swing and a miss, a pickoff attempt at first, and Gene Tennis is back in diving. Boy, I love to see a catcher who's aggressive and likes to throw behind the runners. And Yeager today has taken two shots at first base, one at Reggie Jackson and that one at Gene Tennis. One strike count on Dick Green. Green has struck out and grounded a third today. Master Smith throws. Green flips one to right, but it goes foul. He's going to have to get some new lumber, I believe. He broke that bat. Dick Green, a player, appreciated more by his teammates in the American League, particularly the pitchers. Most other people in baseball who don't see the A's play regularly don't realize what a fine defensive second baseman this man is. Turns the double play exceptionally well. He's blessed with an amazing instinct to get to where a ball is going to be hit. Two strikes count, one down, seventh inning. Throw goes to first tennis, not off very far, makes it back in standing up. Dodgers are very shallow for Green. The pitch to him. Swing and a foul. Green has pretty good power. He can hit the ball a long way. Master Smith well ahead of him now. Could waste a pitch or two if he wanted. The pitch on the way is just high, a ball. Tried to slip the fastball by him on an 0-2 count. American League umpires wearing maroon coats, and the National League umpires are dark blue. Ball, two-strike pitch. Green swings and fouls it off behind the plate. This will be the most prosperous World Series in history for the players. The Oakland Coliseum will be sold out three nights in a row. Dodger Stadium for the four games, if it takes all seven to play it. One and two count to green. He fouls another one off. Andy Messersmith with his eight strikeouts today his top since September the 2nd against the Giants when he struck out nine Giant batters in only six innings. However, he struck out 10 for a season high on July 18th against the Expos. 
One two count with the runner going. Green hits a high fly ball to left field, three deep, but it should be playable for Buckner. He is under the ball, and Gene Tennis, who is running, has to go back to first base. So the A's, for the third time today, start a runner from first base. Green flies out to left field. Two down, and the pitcher, Raleigh Fingers, comes up now. Fingers batting for the first time this year. A lot of people ask you if they're not aware of what American League players do to keep batting. Most people figure the pitchers, since they don't hit during the season, don't even take batting practice. But when the A's are at home, the pitchers get 30 minutes every day. And they use it for batting practice before the regulars come out. So they do a lot of hitting during the course of the year, even though they don't get into the game. Fingers swings on the first pitch and fouls it down. Pitch to Fingers, swing and a bouncer towards Stay. He's going to go the short route for the final out. He throws the lope to second, forcing Gene Tennis. And we go to the last half of the seventh inning. The score, the Oakland A's 2, the Los Angeles Dodgers 1. for the Dodgers this year never went more than two games in a row without a base hit. And he had the longest Dodger hitting streak of the year. He hit safely in 17 games in a row. And he's the speedy leadoff man for the Dodgers in the last half of the seventh inning against Raleigh Fingers in relief of Ken Holtzman. First pitch of the seventh inning is a fastball strike. Fletcher's had two hits today. It was on his hit. Davey Lope scored from first base. It was a high bouncer over Gene Tennis's head into right field. Fingers throws a breaking ball, and Buckner fouls it off. It comes back to the screen. It's strike two. Well, the Dodgers met series last year filled with low-scoring games. The Cincinnati-Oakland series in 72. Low-scoring, one-run games. Here's a pitch. Foul off over the screen. Buckner. Doesn't walk much, only 30 walks all year, and doesn't strike out much. He struck out only 24 times in 580 at-bats. Fingers 0-2 pitch to him. Hot foul back here. Boy, he's fouled off a couple of mighty good pitches right then. That was a fastball right on his fist. A man with his speed only has to learn to make contact to get on base a lot. Bossy hangs off the sign and fingers swings into action. Here's his pitch. It's hit in the air to left field. Joe Rudy back about three steps, turns around and makes the catch. The Buckner lines out to left. There's one down in the seventh, and the batter now is Jimmy Wynn. The Dodgers center fielder has fly to left. Been on with the fielder's choice and walked. His walk was the last thing that Ken Holtzman did for the A's today before Alvin Dark went to the bullpen and brought in fingers. Jimmy isn't very big to be a home run hitter, but he has tremendous power. 
Fingers pitch it a breaking ball inside and win. Hung in there mighty tough for a long time. Little guy busted 32 homers this year. The 1-0 pitch. Breaking ball strike call. Wynn had 108 walks. Struck out 104 times. He led the Dodgers in both those categories. Fingers fires away, and it's a strike call. Right-handed hitters, and the Dodgers are basically a right-handed hitting lineup. Just almost has to give a little ground to Big Raleigh Fingers when he steps off towards third base. ahead of him. Fossey's giving an outside target. The pitch is going on. He hit high and deep in the center field. Bill North looking for it. Coming down, he backs up a little ways now and he makes the catch. North has a unique way of catching fly balls. He catches it just above the letter on the left side of his chest. There are two down and here is Steve Garvey, the Dodger first baseman. The score, 2-1 to one Oakland. The Dodgers have out hit the A's 8-4. to four. He really has a comfortable-looking stance. The first Dodger since 1962 to get 200 hits in a season. Fingers charged him off with a strike. Tommy Davis, against whom the A's just played in the Baltimore series, was the last Dodger to get 200 hits in a season before Garvey. Fingers working quickly, throws a curveball, and Garvey hits it foul off the left field line. It looks as if he was waiting on that one. And Dick Green, the A's second baseman, comes in to talk to Raleigh now. He sort of hung that pitch. And Greeny comes in oftentimes just to offer a little reminder to Fingers. Don't leave that one up there again. The high inside breaking ball. Boy, Rudy and North are really deep, and Jackson's almost in the warning track and right. Fingers winds, kicks, and throws 0-2, and it's a bouncing ball hit towards the middle. Campanaris to his left has got it. He's going to have to hurry his throw. He nails him at first with a strong throw. Fingers has a 1-2-3 inning against the Dodgers. Seven innings have come and gone, and game one of the World Series, it's the A's 2, the Dodgers 1. With Baltimore, Jim Simpson, the Dodgers Stadium, where they have the largest crowd of all time watching this first game of the 1974 World Series, 55,974. There have been no controversial plays at all. There have been no close plays, and of course, it is a two-to-one ball game. And in a short series, and the World Series is a short series, you depend on pitching, and that's what both the A's and the Dodgers have been getting. And as Oakland did against Baltimore in the last game of the game clincher, not many hits, but they're still outscoring their opponents, in this case, the Dodgers, two-to-one, as we begin the seventh. And here's Monty. And Campy Campaneras rips the first pitch towards center field. It's in there for a base hit. Matthew Smith left one up high to the A's little road-running shortstop, and he drills it into center field. Campanaris gets his first hit of this World Series. And here's Bill North, the Oakland A's center fielder. Billy's 0 for 2 today. The A's don't spun a whole lot with North. They might today. Their reasoning being that Billy is so fast, he doesn't hit into that many double plays. And with the possibility of swinging away, a base hit could move a runner to third instead of second. But this is the World Series, and you don't do your normal thing in a World Series. For instance, the A's have scored only two times on a suicide squeeze play all year long in 166 games. But today, they got a big run on a suicide squeeze. Here's the pitch. North spurs around, does not. Bunny takes it low. Ball one. 
One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. North takes a strike. Yeager comes out of there ready to throw. Campanaris is the only player in the American League who has stolen over 30 bases 10 years in a row. As a matter of fact, most of those years, he's stolen 50 or more. He has to get back in at first base. Mr. Smith, who has a fine move to first, he's very quick. Keeps those base stealers close, and then if they don't stay, the Yanker can shoot them down. There's a pitch to North. He squares, bunt the ball towards the mound. Only one play for Mr. Smith. That's to first base. Garvey backs up, takes the throw. And North sacrifices Campanaris to second. The A's have two outs now to try to drive in another run. Sal Bando, who has gone 0 for 3 today, is a batter now than Reggie Jackson. The Dodgers have Davey Lopes playing almost up the middle on Bando. They play him definitely as a full hitter. Campanaris gets a pretty good lead off second. Here's the pitch. Bando fouls it away. Strike one. During one stretch of the season, Bando had 34 base hits, with which he drove in 39 runs. He's hitting only 243 for the year, but it's a very powerful 243. He leaps the A's and runs batted in with 103. He has many clutch base hits. The pitch to him, swinging a bouncing ball to say he has to leap for it. He's taking his time. He's throwing the first in the dead. It gets away from the first baseman, Garvey, and Kevin Harris is rounding third, hitting home, and he's going to make it. Bando's going to third to throw over there. He's last. He's safe. to take a throw, to take a bouncing ball off Bando's bat. And he looked as if he had all day to throw that ball. He took a couple of steps, then threw and threw it in the dirt. Garvey could not stop the ball, catch it. It went all the way to the wall here. Campanaris was waved in by Bobby Winkle, and Bando, thinking the throw would go to the plate, took off to third, and Garvey's throw was very weak into third, and the A's lead three to one, one out, and the batter is Reggie Jackson. Dodger infield is in. Here's the pitch. Jackson takes low of all. That may be one of the most controversial plays, Monty, because it, uh, Steve Garvey did not make a throw home or two-third until he saw Bando almost two-third. He was simply holding the ball. It was almost as if both Say and Garvey just felt that Bando can't run. They were taking time trying to get him at both places. Master Smith looking into the Dodger dugout, probably trying to find out if they want him to pitch to Jackson or not. Certainly wouldn't want to throw him a good pitch here. The 1-0 delivery, and it is a fastball right in there. Call strike to Jackson. One and one. Oh, the error by Ron Say. Giving the Oakland A's a run and a chance to get another one pretty easily. Jackson hits one in the air in the center field. It is deep enough. It should score, Bando. Jimmy Wynn is cut in front of by Ferguson. He's got it. Here comes the throw to the plate. It's going to be close. He is out.
Jones, and he lays up for the cutdown Bando and a possible fourth one at the plate. He is first up here in the last of the night with the A's leading 3-1. to one. And, Marty, you were talking about the Dodgers standing around not knowing the inning was over. Joe Rudy took a bat and was in the batter's box waiting for the next pitch. The A's didn't know it either. I think the, everybody was so startled by that fantastic throw that it took their minds off the game. Joe Ferguson made as strong a throw as I've ever seen made in a pressure situation. He cut right in front of Jimmy Wynn, took the throw, and fired on the line to the catcher, Yeager, and Bando bowled him over. But Yeager held on. The A's have a new right fielder now. Claudel Washington is in right field for open. Reggie Jackson is out of the game. And here's Fingers pitching to Ferguson. The pitch is low and outside, ball one. Dodgers batting last half of the eighth inning. I don't think there's a more exciting play in baseball than a close play at the plate where the catcher has to block the plate and hold on to the ball and make a tag. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Outside, it's 2-0. Boy, that could have been a big run right there. Ferguson, who's a catcher number one defensively, just proven why they can play him in right field. He didn't hop that ball or anything. He threw it on the fly. And it was beyond medium right center. Fingers throwing 2-0. Strike in the outside corner. The A's lead 3-1. Down comes the arm. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball three. The Dodgers will have Ferguson, Say, and Russell about here in the last half of the eighth. It happens so many times during the course of a year. A man will make a great play to end an inning and come up to bat to start the next inning. There's a drive in the center field, but it isn't hit hard, and Billy North is coming on, getting under the ball. He makes the catch. Ferguson is out number one in inning number eight. The Dodgers third baseman hit into a double play, singled, and flied to left. Fingers came on in the fifth inning with one out. Pitches low, ball one. Paul Lindblad, the A's left-hand relief specialist, is warming up in the bullpen now. Fingers throwing 1-0 to say. He takes low, ball two. Fingers 2-0 delivery is one on and fouled off. That throw by Ferguson had to be so perfect. If it had have been to the right of the plate by a foot, Vandal more than likely would have scored. Here's a 2-1 pitch. Swinging, strike two. Fingers went up and in on say. Fingers nods approval of the sign. Here's a 2-2 pitch. 
High, ball three. Here's the payoff pitch. He walked him. So the Dodgers, down by only two runs, get a free pass to say. And the batter is Bill Russell. Bando in to talk to fingers. Russell has one hit today. He's hit the ball on the ground all three times. Twice for outs and once through. Scores open three and the Dodgers won. Stay at first base. The pitch on the way to Russell is a breaking ball strike. Fingers broke that ball about a foot. He started it off right at the shoulder of Russell. Broke it back over the inside part of the plate. Fingers pitch, fastball swung on a miss, strike two. Now Bando's giving up ground to his left here and guarding the line at third base. Reason being, if Russell happened to hit one by him to his right, it would be an extra base hit, and they would have the tying run at second base. Go to pitch. Strike three. Swinging fingers through that ball hard. There are two down and a catcher. Yeager's due to bat, but they're going to pinch hit for him with Willie Crawford. So, Jim, you've seen the Dodgers for years. Crawford is a name I remember from having been a, an outstanding young prospect for a long time, and he had quite a year with the Dodgers last year, I believe. Well, he did, uh, Martin. Of course, he's one of the few Dodgers that was around in 1966, the last time the Dodgers found themselves in a World Series. Well, he didn't play much, uh, and he is coming in today against the right-hander fingers. He didn't start today because, of course, the A's started the left-hander, Holtzman, who was removed. In the fifth inning. But during 74, Woody Crawford hits 295, does have good power, 11 home runs, 61 RBIs, and has pretty good speed. And he, of course, with stay on his first base and two out on the last of the eighth, represents the tying run in this 3-1 ball game, which Oakland leads. And if Crawford cannot come through, the Dodgers will be down to their final three. Crawford, besides his homers, has 23 doubles and four triples for the year, so... Must have gotten some pretty good hits. Reggie Jackson, the A's regular right fielder, is out, and on every play is signaling Waddell Washington where to play the batter. Fingers off the stretch of the plate. Crawford bloops one foul back into the crowd at strike one. The A's do not have any kind of a radical shift on for Crawford anywhere. They're playing him straight off in every position. Big left-handed batter. Fingers down to the waist. Here's the pitch. Last shot, right field, base here, going to the corner. Cornell Washington over to pick it up. He'll throw the ball in the second base as Trey goes to third. And the Dodgers will bring up another pinch hitter. Von Joshua comes on to bat for Messerschmitt. Well, it's been said by all of us who follow the A's over the years that the Oakland A's don't win them easy and they don't lose them easy. <laughs> 
Raleigh Fingers into the game in the final game of the 72 World Series at two outs and hit a batter to bring up Pete Rose and give him another chance. In the playoff game the other day, the A's leading by a run, Fingers in in relief, walked the batter in the ninth inning just to keep the suspense going. And now the Dodgers have the tying runs on base. And Bond Joshua, a fine hitter, coming on the pinch hit. Alvin Dark talking with his pitcher Fingers, along with uh, Ray Fossey and Sal Bando at the mound, is going to leave Fingers in. After all, there are two out, with Say on a third and Crawford on a first, and Messersmith is now through, of course. Joshua hitting 234 with one home run and 16 RBI. Messersmith is all through now, after working eight innings, giving up two runs, one of two runs that are earned, one of which is unearned, five hits, he struck out, eight, and Wall Street, I would imagine that we'll probably see Mike Marshall in the ninth. But that's the ninth. This is the last of the eighth, and the Dodgers are having a chance here to at least tie or perhaps go ahead as Joshua steps in. The runners at the corner. And they're playing Joshua, not a full hitter at all, around the other way. He's a left-hander against the right-handed fingers. And they don't figure he can pull the fingers fastball. Money? Crawford off first base, they off third. Dodger crowd starting at staccato, rhythmic applause. Fingers ready, here's the pitch. A little high with a fastball, ball one. Days have their infield back all the way. They have a force play at second if they have to have it. The pitch on the way, low and outside is ball two. Ray Fossey has for time and goes to the mound. They consider Joshua a low ball hitter and an opposite field hitter. And it wouldn't be too big a surprise to see him bunt right here with two outs. Here's the pitch. Bouncing ball right side of the infield. Dick Green has got it. He throws the first for the final out of the inning. So Fingers got Joshua to end the inning, and we've gone through eight innings at Dodger Stadium. The score, the A3, the Dodgers won. surprise at all that Mike Marshall appeared in 106 regular season games, winning 15 and 12. 21 saves, earned run average of 2.42, is warming up right now. In the National League Championship, he pitched three innings, all scoreless, all hitless. Now, the Dodgers have made some changes by virtue of the couple of pinch hitting rolls they had. Mike Marshall is on the mound, Mr. Smith is out. Ferguson moves from right field, behind the plate, Jaeger is out, and Willie Crawford is out in right field as we begin the ninth inning. And we again go to another World Series game where the starters are not going to finish. Joe Rudy, Gene Dennis, and Fossey here in the ninth inning with the A's out in front 3-1 to one in game one of the 1974 World Series. And here's Monty. Mike Marshall, the workingest pitcher in the history of baseball. The A's last saw him many years ago when he was pitching for the Seattle Pilots. He was not the Mike Marshall that he is today. First pitch to Joe Rudy. He bumps the ball to the third base side, and they'll never get him, I don't believe. Base hit. Joe Rudy, who in 1973 had 15 bunch singles, picked on the very first Mike Marshall pitch, catching safe, playing him deep, and bunted it perfectly to the third base side for a base hit. That's Rudy's second hit of the day. And now here's Gene Tennis, the A's first baseman, 
who's had one hit today in three at-bats. Boy, Rudy almost stuck that bat on the uh, ball on the bat that time. He butted it so softly, and he got a good jump out away from the plate. Say he's not looking for tennis to bite here. He's playing him back even with a bag. Latter stages of the year, the A's were even having tennis bunt, and he punts the squares around the bunt now with the pitches high and inside. Oakland three, the Dodgers one. One of the truly great plays of World Series play in the last few years by Joe Ferguson. Throwing out Sal Bando and a bang-bang play at the plate. And what a collision that was with Bando, better than a 200-pounder crashing into Jaeger. The one out of tennis, he squares the bunt and bumps its first base side. Picking it up, Garvey to Lopes, covering first from second. And the A's sacrifice again. Down to second goes Rudy. Oakland's been a better bunting team today than I can recall them being all year long, Jim. They've... Really come into this World Series figuring they were not going to get many runs and having to punt a lot, and they've done it well. Now Ray Fossey will bat for the A's with a runner at second base. Top half of the ninth inning. Fossey today struck out twice, hit into a fielder's choice, fourth out. Joe Rudy is at second. Marshall down to the waist. Here's the pitch. Screwball, and it drops in there, but not quite enough. One ball and no strike. The A's have talked a lot about Marshall the last couple of weeks, knowing that if they were fortunate enough to get into their third straight World Series, they would see him a lot. One over to Fossey, swinging a foul over the top of the A's dugout. If you're looking ahead to the last half of the ninth inning, the Dodgers will have the top of their batting order up. Lopes, Buckner, and Wynn. One ball, one strike. Marshall checks Rudy, throws a fastball, and it's fouled off. Marshall is known for his screwball, but the scouts all say that he can throw the fastball by you. He's ahead of Fossey at one and two. Incidentally, the A's have set a World Series record today with the most sacrificed bunts in a game. They've had four. Marshall, a much slower worker than was Messersmith. Throws to Fossey. Pitches a little high. Two balls, two strikes. Two balls, two strikes on Fossey. Marshall really taking a long time to get together with his catcher, Ferguson. Now he is. Here's the pitch. Curveball fell off. That World Series record is five sacrifice punts in the game. The A's have four. 
Rossi, oddly enough, had more hits than any A's player in the playoffs. Just completed against Baltimore. He ended up with four. And it was a question mark starter until just a few minutes before the first game of the playoffs. Two-two delivery. Low at ball three. Marshall went to the fastball that time. have made the most out of their six base hits today. They have three runs. The Dodgers have nine hits and only one run. And add to that a couple of Oakland A's errors. 3-2 pitch. Bossy hits one down the line in left field, but he pulled it too much. It's going to go foul. There's some auxiliary seats they built along the foul line in left and in right. Marshall left that ball right up there in Bossy's eyes. Fossey stands at the plate, moves the bat back and forth while Marshall looks into Ferguson. They are together now on the sign. Here's the pitch. Walks him. He missed way outside with it. That's the first walk that Marshall's given up. Messersmith walked three before he left. Nick Green is due to bat, but the A's are going to pinch hit him. Jim Holt is coming out to bat for Dick Green. Holt was acquired by the A's from the Minnesota Twins. A little beyond mid-season. Jimmy, this year for the season, it's 234. The Oakland A's was used very sparingly. He's not a home run hitter. He's an opposite field hitter at times. A left-handed batter. Fine player from Minnesota. He was originally in the A's organization. Was drafted by the Twins a few years back. But Jim Messers, our uh, Marshall, has no more trouble with left-hand batters than he has with right-hand batters. That's right, Marty. And another thing is, remember about Marshall, much the same as Mike Cuellar of Baltimore, known for a screwball, but don't let him fool you. He sets you up and gets you with that fastball. You keep looking for the screwball, and the fastball has become his out pitch. But he's got the national leaguers so psyched looking for the screwball that he's getting him with the fastball. It's Joe Rudy at second base. Ray Fossey at first, the Dodger infield back in double play depth. Three to one score, Oakland leading. Top of the ninth inning. Marshall down to the waist, throws to the plate. And he started him off with a hard pitch. I don't know if that was a slider or a fastball that just bent a little bit. But he missed with it. It's one ball and no strike. Marshall sets the throw again and lets it fly. High pop-up on the infield. The fly rule has been called. The batter is automatically out, and the runners return to their bases to hold on. Two down. The pinch hitter, Jim Holt, pops up to the shortstop, Bill Russell. And now Raleigh Fingers, the A's pitcher, will bat. Holtman will have to have a new second baseman in the ninth inning, and it will more than likely be Dal Maxville, who's been out in the bullpen area warming up. Holtzman started today and batted twice. 
walked once and doubled once, he scored the A's second run on a suicide squeeze bunt by Campy Campaneras in the fifth inning. Mike Marshall pitching with two runners on and two down. Here's the pitch to Fingers. Curveball swung on, hit right to the first base side. It's curling and goes foul. About ten feet short of first base. Raleigh hit that ball right off the end of the bat. Fingers came into the game fairly early today. He's had some long relief appearances, but since the second game of the season, he's not gone as long as five innings in any game. One strike count. Sidearm fastball, and Marshall gets it in there. It's no balls, two strikes. He dropped down and just went sidearm that time. Got it right over at the knees. It's 0-2 on fingers. Here's the pitch. Screwball is outside. It's 1-2. Oh, what a screwball does to your arm. It's amazing that a man can go out there and throw this many innings in a season and throw that many screwballs and can still comb his hair in the morning. Fingers cocks the bat. Here's the pitch. Fastball, strike three. Call the burned it right in there. So we go to the last half of inning number nine, and the score is that A's three, the Dodgers one. Okay. And so we come to the ninth inning of the first game of the 1974 World Series, being played here at Dodgers Stadium in Los Angeles, with the Dodgers trailing the A's by the score of three to one. And in the ninth, they will have, as Money explained to you, the top of their batting order with a lot of speed. Lopes, Buckner, and the power hitter Jim Wynn, who can also run, to face Raleigh Fingers. Now Maxville has thrown in at second base. And we told you also that a record crowd of 55,974 are here, and they believe, because if anybody's gone home, it's not many. They're looking for their Dodgers here in the last of the ninth. They're down by two, but they've got the top of the batting order to face Raleigh Fingers. Davey Lopes leaves it off for the Dodgers. The A's new second baseman is Dow Maxville. Maxville was released early this year, but the Pittsburgh Pirates was not playing anywhere. The A's suffered several injuries in the second base position and picked up Maxie from his home in St. Louis. Lopes today 0 for 4, but he scored a run on a daring dash around the bases. Fingers first pitch to him. Drag gets in there. Fingers is in the sunshine. The batter is in the shade right now. I don't know how much that has to do with visibility problems. The 0-1 pitch, slider low and away of all. Dow Maxville, we mentioned a moment ago, with the A's, has been in 22 World Series games now. That's the most of any player on either one of these teams. The 1-1 pitch, low and outside of all. Boy, Fingers really doesn't want to walk anybody here in this inning and bring that tying run to the plate. Fires two and one, and it's hit up into the air in the center field. Bill Norris drips back just a little bit, turns down, faces the infield, and makes the catch. One out in the ninth inning. 
And here is Bill Buckner. He's had two hits today. The Dodgers have nine. They have left 11 runners on base in the game. The pitchers tomorrow, Vida Blue for the Oakland A's and Don Sutton for the Dodgers. As all the earmarks of being another low-scoring game, both those men have been throwing the baseball exceptionally well the last month or so. Fingers pitching to Buckner. Misses high and outside, ball one. A's third baseman Sal Bendo is in shadows now. So is Joe Rudy, the left fielder. Everybody else is in the sunshine except the plate. 1-0 to Buckner. He'll be taking, and it's a call strike. With Jimmy Wynn sitting on deck and then Garvey, the Dodgers would love to have one of those two men take a shot at those fences with at least one man on. Here's the line to the one-on-one pitch. Curveball, and he misses with it down low at two-and-one. Fingers throws, and there's a high fly ball to short left. Joe Rudy's coming in, and he runs Campanaris off the play to make the catch. There are two down in the ninth inning. And the batter now is Jimmy Wynn, the Dodgers center fielder. He's rolled for three with a walk today. And that fly ball knocks a few of the fans out of the seats. Sal Bando, Ray Fossey both out to talk to Fingers. If Fingers finishes, he will have gone four and two-thirds innings, which could very well wipe him out for tomorrow, should he be needed in relief. Here's the pitch to win. Low, ball one. Ray Fossey giving the sign to Raleigh Fingers. And the delivery is a strike call. The Dodgers in this inning have all been taking until Fingers got a strike. A low-scoring game, but there have been some very exciting plays here today. Lope dash around the bases. A throw by Ferguson, the suicide squeeze. Here's a pitch to win, and it's up high, ball two. series action is more documented than just about anything else in the sports world from coast to coast. Fastball by fingers over at the knees. Strike two call to Jimmy Wynn and it's two balls, two strikes. Wynn ready at the plate. Fingers stares in. Around comes the arm. Here's the pitch. A sidearm curveball hit high and deep in the left center. Billy Norris going over to the warning track. He's run out of room. He can't get it in. Jimmy Wynn, and he hit it just out of the reach of a leaping Billy North. 
in left center field, and Alvin Dark comes to the mound and talks to Raleigh Fingers. It is now a three-to-two ball game with the Dodgers' Steve Garvey coming to the plate. Within a run, Alvin Dark is going to allow Raleigh Fingers to go. And that, of course, points out what Monty was saying all along. Lopes and Buckner were both taking until they got a strike because the Dodgers wanted at least a man on base with Wynn or Garvey coming up. They failed to get Lopes and Buckner on. Wynn's home run has made it close, but still, the A's are an hour away. But Garvey does have the tools to tie it up with one play. Now he fingers, winds and throws, swinging strike one. I don't think he'll throw that breaking ball anymore. Maybe not again in the series. They stay on Raleigh not to leave that hanging inside to a right-hand batter, and he tries not to, but he really left one there that time. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Garvey swings, rips his right field, base hit. Cornell Washington over to pick it up. Garvey holds on with a single. The Dodgers are still very much alive. Here's Joe Ferguson. What kind of day do you think Ferguson will have had? If he gets a base hit here, after that great throw of his, he will not face Raleigh Fingers. Now the dark has seen it up and is going to go to the bullpen again. And the Dodger fans are being rewarded at least with some excitement here in the last of the ninth inning. Jim, this is going to be a surprise. Catfish Hunter's coming out of the A's bullpen here. Jim Catfish Hunter, a 25-game winner who won the fifth, fourth game of the playoffs for the A's. And the Dodgers are going to do some running also. They're putting for sure again to run for Garvey. So Jim Catfish Hunter comes out of the bullpen here. Because Hunter would not be used, Jim, until the first game in Oakland, Alvin Dark had him out there today. And another reason he was out there was that one of their regular right-hand relievers, John Odom, has got a bad ankle. But, you know, in talking about that, Monty, you and I have been conjecturing whether or not Odom might have come in, might have come in and placed the fingers way back in the fifth inning because, as you said, that was a little early for fingers to be coming on, and Odom was normally the middle man. Odom, not only because of the battle he had with fingers, which caused him a sprained ankle and fingers to have some stitches in the back of his head, Odom could not come on, or perhaps it was just Alvin Dark's decision not to bring him on. In any event, fingers is a short relief man, is now gone from one out in the fourth, until two out in the ninth inning, perhaps his longest of the year, and Catfish Hunter, a 25-game winner, has come on. Now, he's expected to start against Al Downing Tuesday in Oakland. But if Catfish Hunter gets the job done here, he will have only thrown a few pitches. As he comes on with two out, after the home run by Jim Wynn, his first in World Series play, because this is Jimmy's first World Series, and Garvey, who is some kind of hitter, picked up his second base hit, in five attempts to dead. Tom Pachort, long and lean, and a couple of years ago, minor league player of the year, has good speed, is over to run at first base. As Catfish Hunter, who is not an overpowering pitcher at all, he's not a strikeout artist, but he is a control artist. Even when he's down 3-0, and you have the feeling, and so does Hunter, that he can get the ball over. Well, he comes up now with a tying run at first base, and Joe Ferguson, the potential winning run, at the plate. Two out, last night, Rated to open, and here's Monty. Joe Ferguson bombed 16 home runs for the Dodgers this year. Pashorek has stolen only one base. So I don't think he's that much of a threat to run right here. 
base hunter working the Ferguson who has struck out, walked, and hit by a pitch and hit a long fly to center field. Hunter off the stretch. Throws to the plate. Just outside of all. This is the first game this year in which Hunter has been in the ball game in relief. Bajoric leading away from first base. Hunter checked him. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball two. He's behind Ferguson now and may have to come in a little bit better than he had wanted to at 2-0. Oh. Catfish Hunter has been such a steady starter that in five years in the major leagues, the last five years, he's only relieved one time. But here he is in the last half of the ninth inning, a relief pitcher in the World Series. Ferguson cocks the bat. Here's a 2-0 pitch. Swinging. Strike one. Catfish Hunter of Hertzford, North Carolina. A definite candidate for the Cy Young Award in the American League this year. Days three of the Dodgers, two. Hunter kicks and throws. Foul off over the screen behind the plate. It is now 2-2. Two One game of the playoffs in Oakland against Baltimore, Hunter threw several home runs. But he was the earned run leader in the American League this year. Ferguson ready at the plate. Here's Hunter's pitch. Fastball swinging strike three, and the Oakland A's have beaten the Los Angeles Dodgers in game one of the 1974 World Series with their ace starter, Catfish Hunter, out of the bullpen to strike out Joe Ferguson, the final score of the first game, the A's three and the Dodgers two.